By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Hey, my name is KC. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. We are the Itch Rock Radio and Podcast. Your source for rock news, reviews, and interviews. And you're listening to 2010 Minutes. Break the stigma. Crack a smile. And rock on. Fuck yeah. What's going on? Episode 89. I hope it's episode 89 because uh, I do not keep tallies on my own episodes. Welcome to 2010 Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. That introduction was done by Casey, Dan, and Aaron of the Itch Rock Radio and Podcast. Great voices, great podcasts. When it comes to music, I love music, and I always support my music podcast friends. So thank you again, guys, for doing that introduction. You nailed it. Go to 2010minutes.com for all your 2010-minute needs. I got merch. You can download my app. You can come say hi. You can look at photos of me uh, where I'm fully clothed. So those don't go for much. Um, yeah, so buy a hat. Winter's coming. I got some winter beanies. You can also text me if you want. Just come say hello. Ask a question. Do what you will. 781-523-9333. Again, that number is 781-523-9333. Um, speaking of hats, I've been on eBay a lot lately looking for like retro hats. And I was like going to buy like a, it's not Mario Andretti. It's like his nephew. It's like Frank Andretti. Kmart hat and I really wanted it but it was too much so I got a hat that just went on sick because you can like bid and like offer prices on certain items so I got this hat it says uh kids need hugs not drugs and I can't wait to rock it in an episode but yeah vintage hats if anyone has a nice vintage hat that they want to give me or uh sell me let me know because I am in the market make sure it doesn't look like shit either um, this week I have Katrina Kincaid on. She is a Boston news reporter who is also Miss Massachusetts 2022. She was really fun to chat with, and I think you're going to really enjoy that conversation. She's the first Muslim with that title. So pretty cool. So obviously she's going to go up for Miss USA, and it's going to be in Connecticut. I might go and be like an on-field reporter for it, because if she wins, I win, and the state of Massachusetts wins, because that's where your boy's from. This month, September marks National Suicide Prevention Month with National Suicide Prevention Week occurring from September 6th to the 10th, and World Suicide Prevention Day is on Saturday, September 10th. So, don't forget, hopefully I'm going to get some things involved with this, talk about suicide. You know the deal. So, September is going to be a huge suicide month in the way of I talk about it, not like, sometimes I say things, and once I say them and they come out, I'm like, I sound like a fucking idiot. That was one of those instances i can't even talk right i have like a weird list anyone else notice that when i say uh mental health uh, uh, maybe it's not there i don't know i'm very i critique myself way too much speaking of critiquing i'm trying to lose weight i am down i think seven pounds right now doing the intermittent fasting i cheat sometimes uh like i just got a reese's cup not too long ago when i was like grabbing a drink and uh, i was like you know what reese's ain't, ain't that bad it's like drinking water so that's my vice trying to not to eat snacks um so when you so when you text me i uh i'll answer questions or, or get back to them on a certain episode like i got one that said uh sometimes they're not even that serious it says do fish get thirsty 
And I thought about it for a second, and I was like, no, because they're they're drinking all day every day. You can't be thirsty when you when you're sipping down some salt water all day. So no, fish can't get thirsty. I got wrong numbers one time. And this woman was like, sorry, Sarah, but we're not going to have you come in today. It's going to be too busy. We'll have you start on a different date. I go, hey, you got the wrong number, but you should probably start that girl on that day to see if she can handle it when it's that busy. And they gave me the laughing emojis and they say, that's actually a good idea. I want to text them to see how it worked out, but I feel like that's being too extra. It's kind of like when you text your uh, cell phone neighbor. Have you done that? Where you take all the numbers except for the last one. So if your last number is three, you would text the number two and the number four that are the same numbers of your phone number and just check in with them. Like, hey, I'm your phone neighbor. Just wanted to welcome you to the neighborhood. Hopefully you're doing good. I did that twice. No response on either person. But if you do it, let me know. I would love to see the screenshots of that. So one of the questions I got for this episode was what's the difference between mood disorder and personality disorder? This is what this whole episode is going to be focused on because there's so many layers to this. And uh, I was doing a lot of research. And by research, I was just getting some bullet points um, because you know how your boy can't read. So we're going to talk about personality disorders and mood disorders. The easiest way, this is like the cut and dry one. So if you want to turn this episode off, here's the answer. Uh, Mood disorder and personality disorders are both categorized in the mental health condition, obviously. Um, mood disorders are about patterns in people's emotions while personality disorders are more centered on ways people relate to others. So they are completely different. They do get mixed up and confused a lot. And I can see why, because one's about emotions and the other one relates to other people. Um, so a personality disorder, more specifically, an individual differs significantly from the average person. In terms of how they think, perceive, feel, and relate to others. Um, And then depression and substance misuse can go with that as well. Personality disorders may be associated with genetic and family factors. Experience of distress or fear during childhood, such as neglect or abuse, are common. And it gets a lot worse with stress. That's why we try to help people out with mental health and mental health illnesses to try to de-stress as much as they can because life is stressful and those triggers can come up if you have a personality disorder and there's about like 10 of them and they're grouped in like different clusters and i found that uh interesting i just hate some of these words i write them down but now i have to write them down how i would say them you know what i'm saying like i have to type them out like the word like whatever you'll hear it and I'll, i'll give you a wink if i'm doing it So some examples of a personality disorder, being overwhelmed by negative feelings such as distress, anxiety, worthlessness, anger, uh, avoiding other people and feeling empty and emotionally disconnected, difficulty managing negative feelings without self-harming, for example, abusing drugs and alcohol or taking overdosing on certain medication. I always thought when you overdose, you died, but I guess you can just overdose on something and not die. It's just not good for you. Um, In rare cases, threatening other people, odd behavior, difficulty maintaining stable and close relationship, especially with partners, children, and professional careers, sometimes periods of losing contact with reality. So that's personality disorders in a nutshell. That's probably the broad answer for somebody out there that does not know what a personality disorder is. And now we're going to get into the three clusters. There's A cluster, B cluster, and C cluster. And it's a clusterfuck. I just wanted to say that because I was saying cluster. So there's cluster A, B, and C. I'm going to go over each one. So cluster A, um, there's three of them. 
and they fall under the suspicious category. And you're going to understand why like I'm putting these in different categories. I, I didn't put them in like cluster A, B, and C is like the medical way of doing it all. But there's like certain, they're like, they're similar. You know what? I'm just going to get into it. So cluster A, uh, personality disorder tends to have difficulty relating to others and usually show patterns of behavior most people would regard as odd or eccentric. Others may describe them as living in a fantasy world on their own. An example is paranoid personality disorder where the person is extremely distrustful and suspicious. So yeah, there's three of them under suspicious. There's paranoid, schizoid, and this one I wrote down, schizotypal. Schizotypal. So schizoid actually is not the same as schizophrenia, but um, paranoid personality disorder, people... Kind of already know that one, so I'm not going to jump into that. It's like how to, uh, you're always just suspicious. You don't confide in people as much. You have trouble trusting other people. And again, if you hear any of these and they think they relate to you, don't self-diagnose. It's kind of like WebMD, like you have a cut and you're like, holy shit, I'm dying. It's like, no, that's you just have a paper cut. I don't know where you got that you were going to die from. So talk to a healthcare provider or a professional when it comes to this stuff. So schizoid personality disorder Many people with schizoid personality disorder are able to function very well. Unlike schizophrenia and schizoaffective disorder, you would not have psychotic symptoms. However, as a result of the thoughts and feelings associated with this diagnosis, you may find difficulty forming close relationships with others, choose to live your life without interference from others, prefer to be alone with your own thoughts, not experience pleasure from activities, and then schizotypal, uh, everyone has their own eccentric um, what's the word I'm looking for? Awkward, awkward behaviors, like being very, uh, like, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but if your patterns of thinking and behaving make and relating to others difficult, you may receive a diagnosis of uh, schizotypal. I have to keep looking at it. And it's not like schizophrenia. Obviously, schizophrenia is something totally different. I can go over that. I also have an interview with Michelle Hammer, who's schizophrenic. Um, you can go and listen to that interview to learn more about that. So with that one, you experience disordered thoughts or perceptions, find making close relationships difficult, believe you can read minds or they have special powers as a sixth sense, you feel anxious and tense with others that do not share these beliefs. So those are the three that fall under the A category, which is mostly suspicious. I'm probably going to rifle off a lot of these. It's probably going to be a pretty quick episode. There's probably going to be a part two to this because your boy likes to talk. Um... Yeah, so someone with schizoid, I think personality disorder usually does not care about their condition or taking steps to improve their life. On the other hand, someone with schizotypal personality disorder will likely feel a great deal of depression and anxiety as they struggle with relationships and discomfort in social situations. So that's the difference. They kind of sound the same, but schizoid and schizotypal, totally different. Cluster B, emotional and and impulsiveness. Uh, Cluster B, a person with cluster B personality disorder struggles to regulate their feelings and often swings between positive and negative views of others. This can lead to patterns of behavior others describe as dramatic, unpredictable, and disturbing. An example is borderline personality disorder, BPD, which a lot of people know, where the person is emotionally unstable, has impulses to self-harm, and has intense, unstable relationships with others. So there's antisocial personality disorder. I think we all know what antisocial is. Um, you behave in ways that are unpleasant to others. You feel easily bored, behave aggressively, get into fights easily, put yourself in dangerous or risky situations, often without thinking of consequences. Um, and that often has uh, a diagnosis by the age of 15. 
So BPD, we can all experience difficulties with our relationship, self-image, and emotions. But you might get a diagnosis of BPD if these feelings consistently unstable and intense and cause you significant problems in daily life. That's like with any of these mental illnesses, we can have like little things like OCD is one I see a lot of people misjudge. They're like, oh yeah, I have to organize. I have a little bit of OCD. You just don't have a little bit of OCD. You either have it or you don't. And if you're not like prescribed medication or you're not diagnosed from a doctor, then you don't have OCD, okay? Having a mental illness is not cool, not fun. We can try to make it cool, but it ain't cool. Just had to get that out. Um, and there's another word I can't pronounce. Hist- histrionic histrionic <laughs> disorder. Most people enjoy being given compliments or positive feedback about their actions. But if you depend very heavily on being noticed or are seeking approval so much that it affects your day-to-day living, you might get a diagnosis of histri- histrionic personality disorder. And then the other one that comes with it, this four of them is narcissistic. I feel like we know what that is. I feel like narcissistic, you know what it means, but it's hard to explain. Um, So it's human nature to be aware of our own needs, to express them, and to want others to be aware of our abilities and achievements. These are not bad traits. However, if these thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are very extreme and cause problems relating to others, you might be a narcissist. So some examples are... Uh, You have a fragile self-esteem that you only rely on others to recognize your worth and your needs. Uh, Believe that there are special reasons that make you different, better, or deserving than others. Uh, You resent other people's success. Uh, You put your own needs above other people's. Like Stuff like that that makes you narcissistic. And again, these are some things that we do just, just habitually by mistake. Like Sometimes I feel like I... I resent other people's successes before. I don't anymore, but like I could have that trait in me doesn't make me a narcissist. Maybe someone thinks I am now. Fuck. And then cluster C is the anxious cluster. Uh, A person with cluster C personality disorder struggles with persistent and overwhelming feelings of fear and anxiety. They may show patterns of behavior most people would regard as antisocial and withdrawn. An example is avoidant personality disorder where the person appears painfully shy, socially inhibited, feels inadequate, and is extremely sensitive to rejection. The person may want to close to may want to be close to others, but lacks confidence to form a close relationship. So that's the um, what did I say that was that was the avoidant uh, personality disorder. Then there's dependent personality disorder and obs- obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, so dependent personality disorder, real quick, uh, it is a natural need. For other people to care for us or give us reassurance sometimes a healthy balance involves being able to both depend on others as well as being independent however if feelings and thoughts of you needing others become so overwhelming that you may impact your daily life and relationships you may have that a lot of these have to do with your relationships like we said it's not a mood disorder these are your surroundings how the way you feel how way you perceive how the way you receive that's what personality disorders are and I think I'm probably going to go with mood disorders in the next episode. So uh, so you feel I feel like I'm very dependent. I don't think I have a dependent personality disorder. Again, I wasn't diagnosed. Uh, you feel needy, weak, and unable to make decisions to function day to day without help. Uh, you agree to things you feel are wrong or you dislike to avoid being alone. Uh, you, you'd be very afraid of being left to fend for yourself, have low self-confidence. Yeah, I have a lot of these traits. 
I'm actually very nervous to even bring this up to my therapist because I don't want another disorder on my resume. Um, and then OCD, um, there are different traits to it. So it describes a form of behavior rather than a type of personality. However, similar, it involves perfectionism, need to control, significant difficulty being flexible in your own ways to think about. So you may need to keep everything in order and under control, which people know about. Set unrealistic high standards for yourself and others. Think yours is the best way of doing things. Worry about you and others making mistakes. Feel anxious if things aren't perfect, um, which is under the OCD category. So again, A, B, C. A, the A cluster is mostly suspicious, paranoid, schizoid, schizotypal. Cluster B is emotional, impulsive, which is antisocial, BPD histrionic and narcissistic and cluster c is the anxious side the avoidance dependence and ocd um, almost 15 percent of americans or 30.8 million adults meet diagnostic diagnostic criteria for at least one personality disorder according to the result of the 2001 2002 um, national survey of whatever like they i don't know it doesn't matter but that's like numbers and i'm just pretending that i know um, many people recover from personality disorders over time. Psychological or medical treatment is sometimes helpful. Sometimes support is all you need. Um, being dependent and having support seems like a uh, cancel each other up. Um, it also depends on the severity of the disorder and whether there are ongoing problems, obviously. Um, some mild to moderate personality disorders can improve with psychotherapy. Again, if you're out there and you think you have a disorder, again, go out and try to seek professional help if you can. There's definitely a million resources. I have resources on my website. You can just Google keywords or you can shoot me a text at 781-523-9333 and uh, I'll help you with that. Uh, but don't be worried about it if you think you do. There's definitely a lot of us that struggle and we have support systems. Uh, we have things that put the stress aside. I know when I, I'm stressed out, I try to do as much as I can to like go work out, even though I'm struggling, um, try to stay in contact with friends, play video games, take my naps, always got to take your naps. Um, and yeah, so then there's five common mood disorders, which I'm going to get into for next week. This one was mostly on personality disorders. So this is a great question to go over the difference between mood disorders and personality disorders. Um, and again, just to cover it over again, um, mood disorders are about patterns in people's emotions, while personality disorders are more centered on the ways people relate to others. Again, mood, emotions, personality, persons, people around you. Easy to remember. You won't forget it. I believe in you. Um, I'm going to wrap up a little bit early because I don't want to dive into too much, uh, right now. Hopefully you guys can ask me some more questions because I love chatting with you guys. I got episode 100 coming up in 10 episodes. I would love for people to send me some things in, maybe some, uh, videos of, uh, encouragement, or if you're a fan of the show, I would love to have you on in some capacity. I think my hundredth episode, I'm going to do a lot of like, uh, personal, um, stories about myself and stuff like that. And then with uh, the National Suicide, um, what is it? The Prevention Month. I'm going to try to figure out something I can do for that, which I'll talk about more in the coming month or weeks. But 
Thank you so, guys, for checking out 2010 Minutes. Hopefully this episode was very informative for you. It is for me. Um, we're going to continue this with episode 90, so be sure to listen for that. And if you listen to episode 90 before 89, then what are you doing? But you wouldn't listen to that now because it's episode... I don't fucking know. Either way, I love you guys and have a good one. Mm-hmm. And we're clear. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.